Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi everyone, welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of preserving a peaceful frame of mind and how this can serve us through life's immense ups and downs. The story that explores this theme is called The Mother-in-Law Saves the Family, and it comes from the book My Heart as a Golden Buddha, Buddha's Stories from Korea by Dharma Sion Master Daehung. Here's how the story goes. In the city of Wonju in Korea, there was an old woman who sold bean sprouts in the market. She and her son were quite poor, and life just seemed like an endless cycle of just scraping by. Now, often, being poor because of the burdens of poverty can make a person ruthless or hopeless, but despite the hardships she endured as a single mother, the woman remained deeply kind and upright. Further, through her behavior and the stories she told, her son also absorbed these wonderful qualities and became an upright person himself. Now, because she lived a poverty-filled life, Her heartfelt desire was to see her son live a life free of hardship. As a result, she worked diligently every single day, selling bean sprouts in the market, despite rain, despite snow, and it was through this diligent hard work that she put her son through college. After graduating, he immediately landed a very good job and married a very nice girl. She, she also came from a poor family, but she had a good heart. Together, they bought a house where they can live, all three of them. And for a good long time, the three of them were very happy together. Although his mother was now living with her married, successful son and his wife, She didn't want to be a burden to either of them, so she still spent most days selling bean sprouts in the market. About six months later, there was a new development in her son's career. His company sent him to work on a project far, far away in the Middle East. He was to be there for nearly two years, and his wife, unfortunately, had to stay behind. Now, being home alone for most of the day, the hours began to weigh heavily on his wife. One day, when her friends were visiting, she wound up playing a popular card game called Watu for the first time. The time flew by as they played, betting pocket change as many fortunes were won and lost. This is how it started for her. Gradually, 
she began playing for bigger and bigger stakes. She had been receiving most of her husband's pay after all, together with his overseas bonuses. And truly, all of that money should have been enough to save a very decent amount of money. But before long, she was pouring it all into her growing gambling habit. Her mother-in-law realized what was happening, but no matter how many times she tried to speak to his, her son's young wife, she would not stop. So unable to sit by and watch, her mother-in-law moved out. About only a year later, the son returned to Korea a few months sooner than expected, and this sent his wife into a panic. Not only had she gambled all the money away that she was supposed to be saving, but she didn't even know what had come of her mother-in-law. Desperate, she lied to her husband. Your mother just moved out one day. I wasn't home and I couldn't find her anywhere, she said, her voice trailing off. But I didn't tell you because I knew you'd worry. Her husband, obviously wanting to see where his mother was, went to the market and found his mother's old friends. Eventually, he found her, and when he brought her home, his wife fell to her knees and begged for their forgiveness. Unexpectedly, her mother-in-law turned to her son and said that his wife hadn't done anything wrong. Instead, She'd left because she didn't like being cooped up and wanted to be near her friends in the market. Not only that, a few minutes later, when her son wasn't looking, she gave her daughter-in-law a bank book with a daughter-in-law's name on it. It showed a sizable amount of money in the account, enough that her husband wouldn't think twice about the money that she had actually lost. When her mother-in-law left the house, she already had a plan. She rented the cheapest backroom available, and then, while continuing to sell bean sprouts, she actually did every kind of odd job she could find. She lived like this for a year, saving every single penny she could, simply because she didn't want to see her son's life family break apart. The wife realized what her mother-in-law must have gone through to save that kind of money, and it was a life-changing event for her. She hugged her mother-in-law, awed by such unbelievable kindness, and it was a very long time before her tears stopped. This deep change inspired in her a shift in course, where she was able to cure her gambling addiction and eventually live a very harmonious life with her husband and her mother-in-law. There's so many thoughts that I had when reading this story. The deep generosity and resilience of the mother-in-law to essentially endure poverty, to endure her daughter-in-law's gambling addiction, but all with this kind and generous heart of knowing that at the end of the day, rather than harboring resentment and hatred and anger, she wanted to protect the frame of mind that was hers all along, the one that kept her strong, a frame of mind 
that was peaceful and generous and thought the best of people. In doing so, she was able to save the day. And of course, that is not an expectation that all of us should try to have to save other people from their problems. But what is incredible about the story and also about the character of the mother-in-law is that despite all the difficulties she faced, she was still able to come through with her head up high and her heart full of kindness. And the way to do that is to no longer tie yourself to outcomes. She had a goal, which is to do her very best to make sure that her son and her son's family succeeded. And in the same way, what is our goal in life? Is our goal to be highly successful, for everyone to like us? If we find concrete outcomes to tie our worth and our happiness to, if we make concrete outcomes our goal, our frame of mind easily goes out the window. However, if being peaceful and kind in your frame of mind is your ultimate goal, just like the mother-in-law in this story, you will always find a way to persevere, even through very, very difficult times. A peaceful, kind, and generous frame of mind can take you through even the most difficult pain and temper you in times of great merit and fortune. In a way, that is the goal, to use the wisdom that you gather in life so that no matter what happens, you're able to cultivate and protect the peace in your heart, just like this mother-in-law did. I think it's extraordinary how she was able to use her strength in her mindset to persevere through any situation. Of course, such a mindset is not so easily built out of nothing. But if our goal, and we focus on that goal, to keep a peaceful frame of mind, we start to think about situations differently. Even when people upset you, even when things go wrong, our mind starts to pick out the path that allows us to stay kind, that allows us to stay gentle. When people let you down, instead of getting angry, you think to yourself, well, I hope they do better next time. I believe in them. They have the capacity to be better, and I wish the best for them. When things go wrong, unfortunately, this is life. Things go up and down. It is not my fault. However, I hope the best for everyone in the situation, including myself. And even when you make a mistake, you can tell yourself, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has their ups and downs. And just like that, I do too, but I know that I will try again, and perhaps one day things will go differently, but it's okay. The power of having a great frame of mind can never be underestimated. Sooner or later, having a good frame of mind 
and having that as your goal will change your whole life because how you see situations completely shifts when your goal is not tied to an outcome, not tied to a metric, but rather tied to a state of mind. That's how the mother-in-law came up high in that situation. And I believe that's how we can keep her peace and preserve the most important thing to us, our happiness and a good state of mind through the thick and thin. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a beautiful, safe, and joyful week ahead of you. Until next week.